0: I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the
1: truth. You can't
0: handle the truth.
2: Your mother was a hamster, and your father snake of elderberry.
0: I am your father.
1: Welcome everybody to episode fourteen of Sharp Angles. I'm one of your hosts, Rich. I'm here with a dancing today. <laughs> <Danae. laughs>
2: and a chortling Jeanette. Yes, I do not chortle.
0: I snicker and snort. <laughs> Fair, oh,
1: excellent, and excellent.
0: often squeak. I do squeak a lot. Very nice. true. It's That's
1: true. good. It's good. So we like it. All right. So, so when last we left. Our uh, our fans uh, and listeners. We, uh, we're we talking about some Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.
2: They're not mutually inclusive, you know. Yes, no. <laughs> listeners and fans are not the they're same the, thing. They're not the same people. <laughs> Just so you guys know.
1: But they probably are. <laughs> But anyway. I don't believe you. All right,
2: <laughs> that's a paradox. Well, there,
1: there, there are over, there are over many, many handfuls of them. Yeah, yeah, we're we're good. When we're we're in the many handfuls, I'm happy. So, many
2: handfuls, We're just so, happy. Early
1: plug: many handfuls. Please reach out. Sharp mm-hmm. angles, BIC, Twitter. That's right. Sharp angles at BaconIceCream.com.
2: Still waiting for the response for the throwdown.
1: throwdowns. <laughs>
2: Goals have, uh,
1: have been thrown to hosts of All You Can Geek Podcast. You can listen to that, too. There's a little plug for them.
0: Still no response. No
1: response.
0: Okay, just for the record, since we Jim's brought up... Jim's too busy content, getting buff. I, I just have to <clears throat> throw out an on-air apology, because as I remember last time, when we were discussing the first half of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I yep. got no rather testy, and strongly implied something mean about Denae, and I apologize because that was very immature of me. Denae is awesome, and I love her. So there we
2: go. Jeanette is awesome, and I love her. She had no need to apologize. We had this discussion privately. I told her not to apologize.
1: <laughs>
2: so back at ya.
1: It uh, <laughs> didn't work out. Fick is. 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 All right, so we seem to be in a lively mood, which is great because uh, that means it's time to talk about um, the back half of season one of Agents of Shield. Alrighty,
0: it's about Bring to it get
1: it's about to get real. Up in this, <laughs> up,
2: up in, in this piece. John, <laughs> up in this John. Yes, that's great. It's a nice uh, throwback to Rich's. Uh, throwback to some Philly days. Philly days. So. Um, those of you from Philly know what a John is. The rest of the world is still scratching their heads. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> like, yep, what so is a John?
0: I do enjoy the, the looks of delight on both of your faces, so, you know, yeah. that meant something.
1: It's good. it's good. Yeah. So, all right. So, <laughs> this is going to be great. <laughs> so,
2: so, I have to let you guys know, being the novice here, or the, the neophyte, I think I'm the neophyte, actually, um, of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season one, that... <laughs> I was back where I was watching episode two of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in the most of the back half of episode of season one. I thought it was kind of cheesy and because I knew it was coming I was it was not suspenseful and because I wasn't I wasn't upset like I wasn't emotionally rocked by Ward's betrayal because I knew he was a douche face from, like, the third second he walked on screen. Um, it just felt like I was being somewhat manipulated with their cheesiness and their really badly done 70s explosions, I ha- I have to say. And,
0: and the rubber rafts.
2: What's
1: that? And rubber and
0: rafts.
2: And the rubber rafts. And the rubber rafts, yeah. And, um, and I, ha- I, I was less into it and maybe it's because I so confession time I hate when things go badly in a show like there are times where I have up and stopped watching things because either I know or have gotten a spoiler alert or some combination of the two about what's going to happen and I just don't want to see you know like for example the last season of burn notice I pretend it doesn't exist Um, because it shouldn't in my mind, because I think I agree with Jeanette to a large... It's
1: awful.
0: It's absolutely horrible.
2: It is horrible. And writers are cruel, awful people. Mm -hmm. And I think it's unfair Mm -hmm.
1: to do things
2: to their audiences. Um, and I speak from some experience in that, you know what I mean? And, and I think that... Sometimes we sacrifice a play, or, or or we sacrifice our audience for a play, or or a twist, or a turn. And this is a generalization. Not every author does this, not every writer does this, but I think that happens more than it doesn't, and it, it's cruel, you know. Because I know that life does not always end with a happily ever after, tied up in a neat bow. I can't be so naive, but I also know that it's when I'm utilizing my very precious time for entertainment's sake. There are few things that I want to expose myself to that's going to that are going to rip my heart out. And if I wanted to do that, I would read a book about a dog because they always die. <laughs> yeah, because I love a story about a dog. And I hate when they die. <laughs>
0: Jeanette is having difficulty formulating words because I'm shoving my face Um, all of a sudden the theme song from Old Yeller popped into my head I don't know why Mm -hmm. yeah I can't imagine
2: (laughs) (laughs) there's no connection there at all nope Uh done I have a particularly soft squishy place in my heart for animals four-legged animals of the puppy variety yeah
1: that's true that's true but, I mean, I, I have the same soft spot because, yeah, you know, we have puppies of our own in the house, some of which are cute and nudgy and sometimes annoying, and then others are cute and deft and sometimes always annoying.
2: <laughs> yeah, that sometimes always. That happens. But let's face it. I up until probably the last episode or maybe the second to last episode of this season I was just sort of gritting my teeth and getting through it Like we spent six hours on Saturday like powering through didn't get through the whole rest of the season and then spend another three hours on Sunday doing it and uh up until those three hours on Sunday I was not enjoying my time and shockingly I did not fall asleep on Saturday night which I thought was impressive and still haven't figured that part out yet I'm impressed. I know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I a longstanding history of sleep at TV. So anyway, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know what your thoughts were. I, I know that you were upset, Jeanette. And I know that Rich thinks the twist was, was awesome. And, but the whole thing just, I was like, eh. And the killing of Eric and the, you know, like it was all so. Eric. Who was Eric? Eric was the guy who, um, they get to the Arctic tundra, camp of Nick Fury's hidden base. Uh,
1: he was one of the twins. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah,
0: okay.
1: They're clones? Uh, they're, they're something. They're, they're twins. Uh, well... Uh. It's you possible. Guys, it's, it, I mean, it's, <coughs> it's possible that... I don't know. It's just like... There's like five billion of them. Uh, There's only really like three or four or something no, like I that.
2: Think so they're, they're clones. Th- I, I haven't th- gotten that far yet, but that's good to know because... That's why it was such a weird moment when the hangar door opened and Billy, Eric, was excited to see everyone and knew Eric died, but wasn't sad that it was his brother. It wasn't like he was emotionally attached to the man. So it made a lot of sense. I just figured it was Eric that they resuscitated or whatever. I I don't know. But like it was I knew it was coming. I knew that part was coming. I knew he was going to he was going to eat it. Because it, you know, word was in too deep. I knew Hand was gonna eat it. I knew that John Garrett was gonna raid the fridge. Ha ha ha. That was terrible, <laughs> by the way. Really awful. Oh, come I, on. No, it's terrible. I didn't even get that.
0: Really? Oh my gosh. Well, I was in such a bad mood watching the rest of that season, so I I just
2: I just thought it was like grown groan-worthy. I don't know. I just Maybe I like all I saw was cheese and really bad explosions and like bionic people. That ah uh, yeah,
1: come on, um, Mike, Mike Peters is awesome.
0: No, no, I agree. That was just mean. It was stupid and it was mean. I'm with the night on this one.
1: What? Wait, what was stupid and it was mean?
0: Um. So, um, so this poor guy has this, you know, really intense introduction. In the first episode of the whole entire season. Right, right, And then he goes to the good side, and then he gets blown up trying to rescue his son. Mm-hmm. And then he doesn't actually die like you think he does. He's taken over by that horrible group that you learned about, what, a quarter of the way through through the first season.
1: Yeah,
0: centipede, and then, yeah. And then, like, it's just... <laughs> It's just one horrible thing after another so after weird. another, and honestly, it gets wearying yeah like um okay, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna jump to a completely different TV show for a second, but I just caught up on on season two of turn. and have
1: you guys no no it? we haven't we, have, okay. we haven't gotten
0: into it yet okay, okay, in that case, never mind. no okay. spoilers. alerts. but basically it's just it's just when you have one horrible thing happen on top of another on top of another in short order. It just gets boring.
2: I agree. And and it makes you feel less for the character. Like, uh, Deathlock by slash Mike Peterson, who decides that at the end of the series, at the end of the season, not the series, I don't know what happens to him at the end of the series, um, to go off and basically be a vigilante to make up for his, to atone for his sins that he was forced to do it's just like ugh. and yeah. you don't want to be with your kid because you don't want to see you don't want them to see the the monster you've become but really what did you do it all for that like you you sacrificed so much because you didn't want to get blown up personally i would have rather been blown up than controlled but yeah. that's that, that, that's a personal choice just saying yeah, you I know would- i i don't <laughs> care you know, like there's a point where it's just not worth it. Like you, you don't succumb to evil because you're afraid for your life or, or, and maybe you succumb to evil cause you're afraid of, for your son's life. And that's why, you know, the incentives program, the incentives program, um, that's why it's so powerful. But there's a point where you have to decide, is it worth it? And Mike Peterson, I think, made the wrong choice. And I think that, you know, maybe they're right. Karma's a bitch. And, you know, this is what he got coming to him. But I just thought, like, I felt nothing for the guy when he ran off and didn't want... Except, like, you're stupid. Your kid doesn't have a father. Like, be a good dad. You know, show him that you can overcome and be resilient. That, that That's what it is. You You overcome obstacles. You be resilient. You don't act like a Dumb sulky teenager. That's what I got for you. Put on your big boy pants. Wait, that's not politically correct. Sorry. Put on your big girl panties. <laughs> Better.
0: <laughs> your big your big person pants. I think. Oh
1: yeah. Oh, okay.
0: oh, is that right? And then that it's gender inclusive, and you know all that. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for that. Nice. <laughs> I am always there to give a little bit of piece of advice. Always. I can tell. You take such... You're relishing it. That's just who I am, you know? It's just who you are. I wasn't complaining about that very subject to you earlier today. No, no.
2: That conversation never happened.
0: Never did, because I care about, you know, people's feelings, including terrorists. Inclusion. That's what
2: we're about. Wow. (laughs) Nice. So... That being said, um, I thought the best moment of this year season was <laughs> the very end when you think John Garrett's going to, like, be resurrected. Because, of course, he's not dead. Because nobody's ever dead. <laughs> it's true. And he comes out and he gets out of the box and he kills somebody else. Because, you know, the man doesn't have, like, like 1,000 dead people to his credit and he gets, puts himself in the machine and he's
1: like,
2: and he gives this like villain monologue. And then all of a sudden he gets obliterated and the camera turns to Phil Coulson and he goes, ha, I, I knew it was in here. I told you guys it was in here. And he walks away and it's just the most unexpected moment. Like it is of, of the season. I think like I did not call that. I'm going to say that. I didn't call that Phil Coulson was going to use that thing on him to obliterate him. And it was just beautiful. It was a beautiful moment. Didn't see. Especially
0: because that went on and on and on. Oh, no. Forever. Like, oh my word, make it stop. And again, at that point, at, at this point, I, I started watching the third season. Um, and I honestly don't know why I do because I don't care about any of it anymore. Mm. I'm telling you, the first season just completely and totally killed my my passion about this show, and I was very passionate about it. Um, but even if I wasn't as irritated as I was, or I will flat out admit, broken hearted as I was over, and again, not because of Ward, because of the team. Okay, yeah,
1: I get so, that.
0: So yes, yeah. but I think I would have been bored out of my mind with the last the last I don't know ten episodes.
2: I, and that's that's really, because I wasn't invested, because I knew what was going to happen, I think that's what happened. I, I sat through it because I had to. I probably wouldn't have if we didn't have this schedule, to be very honest. It's part of the reason that after Coulson finds out what Tahiti was, I lost interest because that was driving to me. Like, I thought that was a, a storyline that could have gotten old and didn't at the beginning of this series. And it was it was relatively well explained and the little bits that were intermingled about tahiti which is a magical place <laughs> it is um the little bits that were intermingled about tahiti i thought were the the most compelling parts of it cuz you know at the end of the series so a season i'm sorry it's british in like series 1 series 2 series 3 you know at the end of the season and it's very british actually in its makeup because um In England, for the most part, when you have a a TV show, the series it's series one, series two, series three, and usually a plot line and a villain are wrapped up at the end of it. It's it's a very American thing to drag out and protract plot lines over (laughs) eons, like. And as
0: pro American as I normally am, I have to say that is one of the stupidest things ever. It is let a plot die with dignity. All right.
2: and and let a show die with dignity. Let's face it. There's right. there's a point where you the British for all their flaws and they have many. Um they know how to write TV and they know how to produce TV and they don't protract TV. I
0: don't know if I can agree with the first two.
2: <laughs> I, I I like British TV. So I'm going to just they they don't protract it and they let season they let series die, which is hard for me because I get very attached. But yeah.
1: Well, I mean, it's the thing that leaves you wanting more, right? And that's a, that's okay because that's uh, a great feeling to have when, you know, when watching a show. But right. at the same time, like where we watch such, you know, we watch American television too, and American TV just never stops, right. like ever. So you always get something more. It's just like you, know, like you were talking about plot lines that don't die. The first thing that pops into my mind is that is the TV show The Mentalist.
2: Oh, my God. That's exactly oh, what popped oh. into my
1: mind, too. Oh my like, word, how yeah. many times do you have to have Red John come back?
2: Right.
1: And again, and again, and again. Like, It's like, let's let it go. Like, the guy's like, you know, like, did you catch him finally? Great. Did you kill him finally? Great. Did you get your revenge? I don't care anymore. <laughs> like, you just, just make it stop. <laughs>
0: well,
1: There's got to be something else with your life that you can do.
0: How many times can can hot little redhead fall in love with a bad guy who turns out to be, like, some psychoterrorist who wants to blow up the FBI or whatever. Right. Like, oh, that the, happens more than once? It happened at least three times in the four seasons that I watched it.
1: Wow. That's crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah. They recycled the same exact... What's the matter?
1: That... <laughs> I, I don't... I don't even want to know. She'll tell you later. <laughs> Like, I don't even, like, know what just happened. I don't even know what just happened. I'm not sure either. So, so, so anyway. Um, <coughs> but, yeah, I mean, for stuff like that, I, I get it. But, I mean, in in the, the going on of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I don't know if I really felt, like, the stretch out too much. I mean, Garrett was introduced when?
2: Uh, episode episode
1: thirteen, maybe yeah, and then he had his arc and he did he did everything he needed to do, and then the arc the arc was done, you know, like that's nine episodes um, you know uh, of the season so and not all of it necessarily had to do directly with with Garrett um because there's all sorts of other crazy stuff going on too so <coughs> um but. I don't know. For me, I mean, I was I was a, a huge proponent of the back half of season one. You know, like saying that was like you know some of the best some of the best TV that I've seen in a really long time. Some of the best storytelling I've seen in a long time. I watched those episodes again, and I still feel very strongly about that that back half. And now maybe we're, we're maybe we're coming to the like another line of separation, right? You know, maybe we've really truly entered the land of the fanboy here. You know where I got really attached and really dug the fact that that back half of the season was consistently threading cool things that happened in the MCU in with this in with this core storyline. You know, John Garrett's story thread was all of the B-roll that would have made it into something like um, that would have that would have made you know all that tangential story that they like kind of. Put a put a whole bunch of breadcrumbs in to Captain America Winter Soldier, you know. Only it's the stuff that like you see in fan fiction or the stuff that you see in some comic book somewhere because someone decided to write that story for a little bit and run with that arc, and then the people that read it would enjoy it. But now it's a TV show, so you know you get to you get to like live that coolness, um, and it's not just the movie. You don't go to see the movie and then it's done and then you're good you know you're getting this like threaded experience where you watch a couple episodes and you're like seeing some stuff that's going on that's leading into the experience of watching the movie you see the movie you come back and there's still more and it's like that's cool like to see it and feel it and experience it all in that time frame is like is really cool i wish that i got to experience it like during that time <clears throat> um because you know i i came to shield late um after um after uh, the Winter Soldier had already come out in theaters, but not too soon after, and then I wound up watching it, <clears throat> um, and then kind of appreciating the fact that you know that there was that threaded thing, and it's new for a fan like myself, um, because it's it's very rare to have like the comic book movie have that much pull in a mixed media form and have it actually work, you know, where a product comes out. It does exactly what it intends to do. It hits all the geek buttons ever, and then instead of just being out and gone, it's still here. Like you know, it's a thing that's going to exist and offer more cool like little tidbits um, later on. And and it is it is now even getting to the point where you know we're getting glimpses into the future where you know payoffs from the TV show won't even happen for like four or five years.
2: But you're a trophy hunter when you play video games, right? right? And, and you look for those, um, I can't, I can't come up with the word right now that, um, what are they called when they're hidden, like Easter eggs, Yep, Easter eggs in games mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. movies and those sorts of things. And for somebody who's just looking for sheer entertainment factor, I think that this is where Jeanette was brokenhearted and I was bored because it, we're not, trophy hunters and we're not easter egg lookers and right, and so i think you're right i think it is a fanboy sort of thing i think it is like like it, your your little boy geek side is sort of rejoicing inside because it it's cool for you mm-hmm. for somebody who's a little bit more novice it's less cool and i felt like it was a little cheesy in addition and Joss Whedon um, talks about this. Uh, yeah. Jeanette is booing him. Um,
0: I don't know why I did it silent.
2: Lines. I don't know either. I, I, just I just thought the sound wasn't working, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um,
0: Boo! Boo! <laughs> Princess <laughs> of <laughs> refuse! <laughs> um, I was trying to think of the next line and I could not. So thank you very much. Jeanette. And so
2: he is a self proclaimed lover of the big bad or the big baddie in a in a movie or um i guess television series I and mean, he produces this series. So in many ways it meets his formula. It's a formula at this point um for villains and heroes and all of that. And I I love Phil Coulson. I please don't misunderstand me. I think he's terrific. I love that he is a patriot through and through. I love that he sacrifices everything for the team i I love him i i do and if he had been if he had been the one who had turned, it would have broken my heart. You know what I mean but and you know you get that creepy alien thing and the the foreshadowing of. The alien DNA and <laughs> Jeanette's making a face as if it doesn't matter. She's already
1: she's already seen where right. it goes. Right, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. She's unimpressed.
1: Yeah, so. we'll, we'll we'll get to that later. you know, like in 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 future in future things where if
0: Janae can survive watching
1: the whole entire <laughs> second season, I mean, it's it's a I don't know.
2: And and you get some of the lackluster. I oh, that's disappointing because it could be spectacular. Actually,
1: yeah. you know, it goes in some cool places, but I I don't know. We'll have words
2: about the end. you get get some of that adumbration from Garrett regarding I've tasted the universe on my tongue. He's so weird. Um, Yeah, that was a little crazy. And the fact that he rips out some dude's rib, like, in the middle of, like,
1: yeah. Yeah. And then he, like, stabs him in the eye with the rib.
2: It's disgusting. (laughs) It's totally gross. (laughs) Totally superfluous totally gratuitous
0: it's totally let's face it it's also totally um campy yes exactly yeah it's so over the top so
1: campy but 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 it gives ward something to think about huh Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like wait i just did all this stuff for this many years for this dude Mm -hmm. like are you serious
2: but you get you get this this creepy John Garrett, you, you know, Colson knows what I'm talking about, blah, 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 blah. And whether he does or he doesn't, which you get the sense that he does and he's hiding it. You, you get the sense that whatever they synthesized or whatever they made from the alien or whatever, in some ways, in many ways, brings out a person's true nature. And if that's Phil Coulson's true nature, then I like Phil Coulson. But. And he's a terrific terrific protagonist i you know the team would follow him to the ends of the earth and rightly so i would if i was part of his team but barring that and some cool banter from nick fury and him in the last episode
0: eh, i could take it or leave it you mean you don't enjoy people ripping out ribs and stabbing others in the eye
2: (laughs) so gross I'm so opposed to that kind of gratuitous violence like so up until that point I probably would have let my 12 year old watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. let's face it it's pretty you know it's it's, it's tame enough mm-hmm. you know it's mm-hmm. it's no worse than any of the Marvel superhero movies probably has better language than the Iron Man ones
0: um yeah so well, Tony Stark here yeah,
2: yeah. so up until that point but I'm like why did we why did we take it over that edge just why it's disgusting and unnecessary and as a person who cares about children and my own mental health I just think it just totally sort of it brought it down to a level that I felt like agent Carter like it was totally and completely unnecessary
0: I yeah, have... but here's the thing with Agent Carter, I feel as if I feel as if the writers actually had a handle on what they wanted to do and yeah, they wanted it to be dark and miserable. Mm-hmm. With Agents of Shield, I felt as if the writers were struggling to keep people's attention after a certain point. Yeah. And that is why they went that ridiculous route. And if they had if they
2: had incorporated the banter Because I thought the last episode... Because I don't actually think that happened in the last episode. I think that happened in the second to last episode. What? Uh, The ripping out of the rib and the stabbing the guy in the eye.
1: Uh, It's it's real close. Anyway. We we watched them back to back, so...
2: Barring, Barring that scene, if it is in the last episode. I thought that was the best one. But I thought it was the best one because it was funnier. It was more engaging. It was... And and you got, you got the resolution of a lot of different things, but mostly I liked it because of the humor. I thought it was funnier than the other episodes that we had watched and, and
1: yeah, because things, uh, things are starting to get pretty real.
2: Yeah. But th- the, I have to say Marvel, Disney, whomever are pretty skilled at weaving in some of that
0: humor mm-hmm. into dark plot lines. And that's what you come to expect from them. That's right. Therefore, when you don't get it, it's kind of disappointing, just in the same way it was Burn Notice. I mean, that was part of the problem with the last season, was that the rest of the show is so darn entertaining. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they snark about stupid stuff, and they talk about yogurt and, and, you know, a, a thousand other different random ridiculous stuff. And then the last season is really lacking in that regard so you're set up for a certain tone uh, yeah exactly a certain tone and then it's yanked away from you and you're still expected to be all into it and honestly I think that's a little bit arrogant of the writers and and I agree I think that like
2: don't hook me and then disappoint me it's like it's like dating a guy or a girl let's be gender inclusive here who like the first six dates is, are terrific and pay for everything and do everything. And on the seventh date, he's like, "So, what you got for me?
1: <laughs> like, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Let me belly up to the bar." Like, you know, <laughs> it's utterly disappointing. And at that point, are you in a relationship? You know, can you dump him? Good idea, ladies. If you- <laughs> And gen- or gentlemen. I was going to
0: say, there are some really rotten girls out there too, so yeah. I'm all for being gender inclusive on this one. Yeah, so,
2: you know, it, 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 we know some people who are in relationships with people like that. <laughs> no names tonight. <today>. No names. <laughs> um, so I think that it's like, it it becomes a total letdown, you know, because your expectations are high and there's they've been sad and you, then you're like oh well, so there's that
0: well, promise and you get something different right
2: right yeah it's like a bait and switch
0: yeah it's always so
2: i don't know I, and jeanette doesn't has a grim outlook on seasons two and three of agents of shield so that makes me real excited to watch it folks
0: well but then again my opinion is one thousand that I mean, I think from a writer's perspective, I'm just not all that impressed with it, I have to say, but I also have to admit that I, it, the whole betrayal thing, it killed it for me. Got it. It, was good. it just <laughs> completely destroyed my good opinion of this show, so.
1: So, so I guess here is a, here's a, a question that could probably show the season's hand a little bit, but might help you out, Danae so how do you feel about the following characters Mm-hmm. sky i like her well enough all right um how do you feel about Raina? yeah okay uh how do you feel about grant ward douche face all right um in a douche canoe all right how do you <laughs> feel about the prospect of obligatory new season two characters
2: i guess i wait is what isn't his name trip trip really like him as a new replacement for grant ward the black guy grandpa was howling commando wait that was totally on PC. the man who was african-american whose grandfather was a halloween commando yes.
0: I is he
1: yeah he's in he's in season two
2: but apparently not for long, and Rich seems to think something happens to him, which makes me curse the oh, writers.
0: No, I'm just horrible with names. Like, I know characters, but I, I'm horrible with their names. Wasn't the so. name Trip? I think it's Trip. I think it's Trip. He's the
2: one who, when he finds out that Garrett is a traitor, like, you, he's gets, he has a thing for Fitz or Simmons, whichever oh. one is. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: I don't like the smile on your face. <laughs>
0: Sorry. You suck. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not laughing or smiling about, I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm really not. It's just all of a sudden it all came back to me. I'm sorry. I'm really not trying to be a jerk. I'm not excited about season two, by the way.
2: So, in case you
1: were wondering. so all those things make you not excited about yeah. season 2. Right. Jeanette's
2: smile doesn't make me excited about I'm season 2. Sorry.
1: Okay, so there's something yeah. bad happens to that man. So, things things you can expect to see in in season 2 of Agents of Shield besides possibly things things happen to I Trip like or maybe not happen to Trip. Um, but there are there are many many moments um that involve Sky. <laughs> And there's almost equally as many moments that involve, um... Doucheface? Ward, yes. Fantastic. Can't wait. So... Uh.
0: Oh, see, now, Rich, now you have me wanting to discuss the whole entire thing of season two.
1: <laughs> well, we have to wait for that one. <laughs> Which means no, no. I have to watch it. That's right. I was going
0: to say, maybe that'll just be between Rich and I, and today I'll just be, I don't know, <laughs> cross-stitching in the background. <laughs> <laughs> It's a
2: hobby I haven't taken up in a while.
1: <coughs>
2: well, I've always I, wanted to learn how to knit. It
0: can be quite fun. It
1: can so, be.
2: so not good at right. following the patterns.
1: Because we, we've reached the end of season one and we've had our like kind of dis- discussion mm-hmm. moments. Where do we Where do we fall? Where do we fall honestly, here? Honestly, see, yes. A, see,
0: one to five stars. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, season five, one to five stars. Where do we land?
0: One.
1: Wow. That's harsh. That's real rough.
0: And yet, that's how I feel. Okay. 2.5.
1: All right. Uh, And I'm a little little higher. I'm at 3.75. Okay.
0: Well, and I have to say, honestly, if I was grading it today, then I would probably give it a 1.75, I guess.
1: Okay.
0: But I'm telling you, I hated this show. I hated it. I still have no idea why in the world I finished watching it. <laughs> or watched the whole entire... I think it's more just like this really dull curiosity. Right. That I'm like, eh, I kind of guess suppose I want to know what happens next. Not that I care if everyone dies in the next episode, but I guess I want to see where the plot goes. Maybe, possibly. Okay, I have nothing better to do, so let me stare at the my computer.
1: Well, I don't know. Like... Because my my shows, um, well, Agents of Shield's power couple for me, it, is still, sort of alive and well, and they're playing with them in weird and interesting ways. So, irritating,
0: you know. season <laughs> irritating, irritating. That just yeah. sounds
1: like, but painful. I don't know, but like and protracted. But come on, like, Fitz and Simmons are the best.
2: Yeah, they're Fitz like the is, best ever. Fitz and Simmons are the best. But why introduce a kind of badass dude to be part of the team, and then make him a traitor, and then introduce another badass dude and kill him off in a horrible way?
1: Well, and I mean, you don't know what happens.
2: I know what happens.
1: No, you don't. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay,
0: is this he was talking.
1: She was bad? talking about Ward first. Uh huh. And then he. And then she was talking about Trip, which she doesn't know what happens to him. I know what so. Happens. It's possible that none of that happens, but.
2: I know what happens and it's not good.
1: We um, don't know. We don't know.
0: Wait, wait, okay. I have a question though. Mm-hmm. So season one, <coughs> is, that, is that the one where Fitz and Simmons are like.
2: Trapped in a box. Yeah. In the okay. bottom of the ocean. Yeah. It's the last episode. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yep. You're going to hate season two just for the record. Okay. Yeah, you are. It's not that bad. Looking forward to it.
2: Way to spend my Saturday. Maybe that's what I'll do over Christmas break <laughs> while I'm laying on the couch eating bonbons.
1: Awesome. You mean Thanksgiving break or Christmas break? No,
2: I mean Christmas, because Thanksgiving break, I have classwork to do. Oh,
1: that's the worst. Mm-hmm. But, it's the last right. three
2: weeks of the semester, folks.
1: So if it's going to take that long to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 2, I do believe we are less than eight hours away from... The next MCU movie. Cause, you mean
2: because we have Ant-Man? waited,
1: we have waited long enough, and Ant Man is upon us. So,
2: so that's what's up next on the roster. That, folks. that is what's up. Okay. So we,
1: we have officially made it to to catching up there.
2: Okay. So what
1: do we what do we think about that?
2: It's a lame title. It's a lame <laughs> title. And they couldn't pick anything cooler than an ant. He's a character.
1: He's a character of the Marvel Universe. What do you want?
0: Rather one.
1: The character the character's whole purpose is like
0: of the comic book.
1: Wait, what's what's up?
0: I said I, I think that might not have been so much a criticism of the movie, but the original comic
1: book. Right. But yeah. come on, like now. Man gets super small, is strong like Ant.
0: Not sexy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not supposed to be sexy. It's really to be not sexy. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be hilarious. So
2: nobody wants to go. Oh, you're super small.
1: <laughs> so
0: try finding that out on the seventh date. <laughs> so many comments. How, how appropriate. No shutting up.
1: How how many. How many of those references are getting made in this film?
0: Oh, I'm sure a lot. Uh, Seven
2: million. <laughs> if we if I could drink I was gonna say we could
0: totally do a drinking game, but we can't. Oh well. Uh, <laughs>
2: yeah, in case you haven't guessed, folks, I can't Perfect. drink because I'm knocked up. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: nice. That's...
2: Way to announce that. That's
0: yeah.
1: a beautiful announcement today. I have my eyes right now. <laughs> you there you go. I know you do.
2: Good job, Rich. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thanks. Pretty happy about it. <laughs> yeah. Well. So what? What? All right. So now that we're talking about um, jelly beans and them existing in the world, what do you think Jelly Bean thinks about ages of Shield and Ant Man?
2: Jelly Bean's not allowed to watch it until he or she is twelve. Oh,
1: all right. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. So we'll have to wait. We'll have to wait for that.
2: And then he or she is going to go. This is lame.
1: <laughs> so
0: I think it probably depends on whether it is he or she. This is like totally lame. <laughs> but no, no. I think I think that there might be something of a, a gender gap between uh, our differing opinions here. It's possible. Yeah, I do think that Danae and I are probably regarding this as as chicks and is regarding it as a guy and therefore yeah on this one very different opinion gasp you use the word chick you're fired
1: I- oh no <laughs> I'm
0: sorry highly intelligent females how about that much better
2: rehired
0: <laughs> <laughs> but chick is so much fun to say peep peep
1: <laughs> peep peep <laughs> that's awesome
2: I'm marshmallow coated goodness <laughs>
1: nice
0: yeah, Danae,
2: that's totally you. <laughs> peep, peep. <laughs> awesome. Pickets.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. I think
0: if anyone of the three of us is a peep, it would be rich. It's not
1: All right, I'll take that. I'll be a peep. (laughs) I did once present a uh, celebrity with a a box of peeps. A uh, quote-unquote celebrity. Hey, come on. He He got paid way more money than I'll ever get paid to be in front of a camera and act like a complete ass. Fine. Captain Charisma, a.k.a. Christian Cage, a.k.a. a TNA wrestler, who is also a WWE superstar, by the way. Was totally that person. And he totally signed that box of peeps. It was great.
2: And he laughed about it.
1: He did. He, he thought it was great. Great moment in Rich's life. It was awesome.
0: Well, I mean, that is very creative, I have to say.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm impressed with the creativity. I have of... no idea who you're talking about, but I'm impressed. Don't about... encourage him. That's great. <laughs> Come on. I don't have to live with him today. I can. (laughs) You may if you become the nanny.
1: (laughs) Christian Cage. Double C. That's it. All right. Mic drop.
2: Let's do this. Oh, my
1: goodness. So, all right. Um, In other plannings. Yeah. We are rapidly approaching a day in which I want to have a recording done. So... I have a preliminary pitch for the two co-hosts of Sharp Angles, so we want to get Ant Man in, for sure. We're getting Ant Man in.
0: Oh no! Are you going Star Wars, Reg?
1: I have a pitch. Uh, I have a pitch. What if, what if, I did the Star Wars episodes and found two other people that wanted to do it?
0: Oh. I'm rather okay with that. How about you today?
2: I don't know how I feel about being replaced,
0: <laughs> but tonight it means you're saved from torture.
1: I don't know. I mean, you guys, you guys felt some type of way about it. So like it Jeanette uh, felt more some type of way than me. I don't true. want to
2: be replaced <laughs> by whom. I don't know. Jim I mean, Gass, who hasn't responded to my gauntlet throw. No, no, he would.
1: I don't think he'd, I don't know. Would you, would give you guests actually want to be a part of Sharp Angles? I don't know. Sharp Angles BIC on Twitter. Let us know. Sharp Angles at com. I don't think he's <laughs> going to send any emails there. Though.
2: Not likely. Um, I just don't want to be replaced. Because I mean, what happens what? if you like them better and then you decide that permanently they're
0: your new co-host? No and way.
1: Then... That's not happening. <laughs>
0: And then I get replaced because no. that's happened before. They, so. they are not, there's no way that anyone else can be as absolutely insane as we are. <laughs>
1: yeah. You're, you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. Yes. So, but the, the only reason I say this is because I so vehemently want to get this recording done before the 18th and then want to go and see this movie. And then there are other people that are here right now that are like, I don't know about seeing this movie. And on top of that, I don't see... I don't know about watching any of the other preceding movies and then talking about them and then going to see this movie and talking about them, so... No,
2: I don't care about the old Star Wars movies. The, right. it, it's the Phantom Menace nonsense garbage yeah. that... Yeah.
1: All right. So we already discussed this, though. It was... It's one two-hour period and the entire prequel trilogy is done.
2: And I'm allowed to sleep. Yes. I'm allowed to sleep. Yes. For the Phantom Edit. Yes. So how could I possibly have anything cogent to add to the podcast?
1: The podcast is going to be probably pretty short when we talk about the Phantom Edit. (laughs) It'll probably be about 15 to 20 minutes of me screaming into this microphone. Okay. And then you saying, I was bored so bad I fell asleep. (laughs) And then Jeanette, if she's involved, saying whatever she has to say about... The two hours of her life she probably will never get back. I would like to, and then we just move on. And then it, hap- it And it happens in the, in the middle of one of the greatest science fiction movies of all time, and it's slightly worse sequel.
0: Okay. Spoiler I just, alert! I just have to say this, um, and this says nothing positive about me whatsoever. But, Rich, the way you put that makes me actually want to do this.
1: <laughs> See? Well, there it go. It's settled. So we're doing it. We're in.
2: <laughs> Great success. I just don't want to be replaced. Because <laughs> if Eric gets a hold of one of the mics, and he's not listening, so it doesn't matter. If Eric gets a hold of one of the
0: mics, I'm never getting it back. No, and that is very true. I love you, Eric. If you are listening, I he's love you. you not listening. I, you're
2: you're yeah.
1: an
0: oldest child. Enough said. <laughs> I'm never getting it back.
2: It's never nice. going to happen. And right, I'm go. not relinquishing my mic.
1: So we're totally doing this, though. Okay. Yep. I am let's super feel. pumped. That's so, I, I am literally re- going to acquire the best quality of the original trilogy I could possibly muster of all of the internets or Blu-rays or whatever. And we're doing this.
2: And Rich wants to, wants to let you know that he was willing to leverage Jurassic Park for this.
1: Yeah. Well, that's, also, that's also still on the table, by the way
0: leverage as in use it against me or bargain bargain well,
1: well no like like literally the very next thing that we do that's not mcu related could could be all four jurassic movies in uh-huh. a series
0: okay okay yeah i'm in i mean honestly yeah. you had me you had me sold on wasting two hours of my life
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's I awesome that
0: there, there was something very very beautifully stated like, your word choice was perfect. It was like you were a creative writer, Rich. So there, it just, there,
1: it called me. There we go. There we go. Awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to all of these things happening. Yeah,
2: but it's not just two hours of our lives for the Phantom Edit. It's the Phantom Edit plus all of the, the science, all of the Star Wars movies, and then the new one. So yeah.
0: Okay, but I actually do want to see the new one. Oh, and my I'm, God. And I'm just going to state this now. Um, I hate Luke. I hate Yoda. Um... I hate everything that involves them. I think they're whiny, irritating. So, but at the same time, I mean, there's still Han Solo and Leia. So I actually do like the, the original trilogy. Yep, yep. I used to have the biggest crush on Luke when I was a kid. You like, know what? I, I did too. And everyone thought I was so stupid for not liking Han Solo. And then I grew up and realized, oh yeah, it's all bad. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
2: I was really stupid for not liking Han Solo.
0: <laughs> ooh, ooh, and Lando. Lando's pretty hot too.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. Although my younger sister had the biggest crush on Boba Fett.
1: <laughs> That's great. Wow. That is awesome.
2: No wonder she married Paul. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Paul, if you're listening, I love you.
1: Hey, you know there's some There's some people out there who'd be like, yo, I'll be Boba Fett. <laughs> That's great. Not yeah. me, because I wanted to be Luke in the worst way when I was a little kid. That was it. I wanted to be that farm boy going off to a galaxy far, far away and blowing up some Death Stars and getting into battles with my robotic dad, <laughs> <laughs> but not really because I never really wanted to fight my dad because he's awesome <laughs> and scary apparently <laughs> and scary and maybe and maybe has mutant healing factors, That's true. but, uh, but yeah, so, <clears throat> so, so anyway, but
2: we have Ant-Man first, so Ant-Man's
1: first. So, yeah, we got to get Ant Man like scheduled and on the books. I have to double check too, to to see if I'm not like completely talking from a place where I just said, "Oh yeah, this thing is like about to be out," and then it's not. But I'm almost positive that it comes out tomorrow on the Blu-rays. So, so excited! For... Care
0: so much about that kind of thing.
1: What that it, that is out that it's out on the Blu-rays.
0: In, in yeah. other words, there there are still ways of watching it.
1: Well, yes, yeah.
0: <laughs> we don't know uh, anything about that. No, no. Gear you're
1: up for your holiday, we're blah, 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 blah. We're blah.
0: Buccaneers.
1: <laughs> when is this thing on a Blu ray? So much better.
0: Actually, Buccaneers are technically government sanctioned, as I understand it. Oh. Which makes no sense. Case, we're not Buccaneers.
2: <laughs> not Buccaneers.
0: Yeah. Well we're just people. What there we go. We're people. Yeah. <laughs> oh they
1: pushed it back. Those bastards. So when
0: is that? When's the the date
1: December eighth.
0: We... Oh yeah.
1: That's two weeks from today. So Betcha
2: we could order it from eBay.
1: <laughs> we could probably we could probably oh wait, you know what? We might be able to get it digitally.
0: Okay, this is one of those moments I really wish that this was a video feed. The <laughs> wink that Today just gave me was priceless. Face jarring wink we call it. Oh no, no, it wasn't even face jarring. It was more like absolutely amazingly creepy.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was like fifty sitcom wink. <laughs> nice. It was awesome. It was awesome. Oh, Jackie. How about you eat your dinner?
1: Strange little dog. Digital HD. (laughs) Bam! It's already out on digital HD. So there we go. Done for.
2: We download it legally, digitally.
1: Okay. Digital HD. Done. (laughs) We're doing this. So.
0: So nobody needs to walk the plank. There we go. (laughs) Yes. No.
1: No pirates here.
0: (laughs) Shiver me timbers.
1: So, uh, <coughs> so, so, we'll, want <coughs> nice. so we'll get some, uh, so we'll get some Ant-Man in at some point very soon. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so what, what do you, <laughs> what do you think, what do you think we do this?
2: I don't know. We'll have to check our calendars and get back to you, folks. Yeah. So I know you're you're like waiting on you know if you haven't turned us off by now because you know the, the discussion ended in 38 minutes of the podcast and now oh,
1: it's no, just see, sheer randomness. This is, this is actually what they what they're listening to. Uh-oh.
0: This is what yeah, they wait for. This
1: is what they wait for. They wait for the madness that happens after the, mad- the discussion. I
0: think the madness happens as soon as we open our
1: mouths. <laughs> That's very true. That's true. That's very true. The arguments about giving up my mic.
2: Yes. You can't have
0: it. <laughs> it's mine. My precious. My
2: precious. <laughs> All right, so Master stars. says. <laughs>
0: and just for the record, those movies <laughs> I will not watch. That's not, that is not negotiable.
2: Lord of the Rings. Jeanette yes. is relinquishing yeah. the mic for that. Yeah. Nice. yeah. But I promise we won't give it to Eric. Okay.
1: <laughs> so at any rate, so yeah, we got that on the docket. We're good. We're good to go. We're gonna do Ant Man. We're gonna do some Machete Order, Star Wars. Um, so, for those who don't know, I think we explained this at once at once or at one time during a podcast somewhere. Um, but the Machete Order is the following: Episode Four, A New Hope, kicks us off. Um, so we learn about Luke and how everything goes, and you know, like all this crazy stuff. Then we watch episode five in Empire Strikes Back. Uh, so, in the Empire Strikes Back, because we don't have to talk about spoiler alerts for movies that happened 30 years ago. We all know what happens. Uh, Luke, goes, Luke goes to Dagobah, meets this, this crazy puppet, and then he teaches him the Force, and it's great. And then he goes from Dagobah to Bespin, because a whole bunch of crazy stuff's going down there. <laughs> <coughs> he gets in trouble. Um, and then...
0: I love you. I know
1: exactly. That was the best improv motive, motive or the best improv moment of all of cinema history.
0: No, I actually don't know about that. Same same um, actor, but Indiana Jones. Uh huh. Where it, it, I, is it? The first. It's the second one uh, with the whip scene. Right. In the marketplace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was supposed to be this humongous fight between the guy with the saber and the and uh, Harrison Ford in the whip. And apparently he was not feeling very well that day, and so instead he just drew out his gun and shot the guy. That is the best. Himself. All right,
1: that is that is cool. That is very cool. All right, okay. I will I will I will uh, I will grant that one. Okay. Um. So wait, so,
2: Harrison Ford was feeling poorly, and so just pulled out his gun and shot it.
0: Yeah, he had a stomach ache. He had a oh. really really severe stomach ache, and he's like, I don't know if I can do the scene. And they're like, Oh, come on, just please. And so yeah, they they. Did it very differently than than planned,
1: and that's the guy's cool.
0: just played along
1: that's awesome, yeah, yeah. that's totally cool mm-hmm. um so Who knew? Yeah.
2: yeah the Jeep.
1: so yeah, so you get so getting getting back to this real quick, so he you, you got I'll brush your shoulder off <laughs> nice um so you got luke he goes He goes to Bespin because you know something you know there's people in trouble and he feels like there's something else going on, of course, you know Vader's there. He has his confrontation with the big bad, and he's like, "Oh man, it's Vader. I have a ever fight, and you know I'm going to prove it. the light side of the force is awesome." And then he gets smacked in the face and punched in the gut at the same time, where he's like, "Yo, dude, I'm the biggest bad of the dark side of the force, and I'm your dad. What's up with that?" And he goes, "What?" And then it was awesome, and we'll have many discussions about how that was like, like a really awesome moment, and then the movie ends like all sorts of crazy stuff you're feeling kind of bad about the rebels are they going to make it you know like is the Empire just going to destroy them who knows whatever but then wait you get this reflective moment of Darth Vader looking through the glass at his, his Empire ready to like crush the rebellion and then you have a flashback where you watch literally five minutes of episode one that's it that's all you get five minutes it's the coolest scene in the movie it's a lightsaber battle that's it Done. Then episode one's over. And then you get about an hour, maybe not even an hour of episode two, where you get some whiny business and then some cool action moments and maybe a little more whiny business because you just can't avoid it. It's Hayden Christensen. He's the main character. (laughs) And then you get the coolest parts of Revenge of the Sith. And then it's over. And then we talk about that for a little bit and go, what just happened? Because even though they're the coolest moments of the entire prequel trilogy, we will still be able to tear it a new one. It'll just be like a massacre. And then we have fun happy times where I try to find... I I might actually still own it somewhere. I will try to find the original cut of Return of the Jedi because I absolutely detest the special edition cut and then we can watch that and it'll be glorious. And then... glorious and then we can all do the Ewok dance at the end that they cut out of the special edition, and I think that's a travesty.
2: Which is where Rich learned his sick moves.
1: Because, you know what? I I, I will also go on a tirade at least two or three times during each of the podcasts about how I love John Williams, but I didn't need John Williams at the end of Return of the Jedi. I needed some nub-nub. That's what I needed. I needed nub-nub, and that's it.
2: No idea what you're talking
1: about. Well, you will you will know, because I'll get the original cut and we'll watch the ending scene, the last five minutes. We'll do it twice. We'll do it with Nub Nub and we'll do it without Nub Nub. And I guarantee you, you guys will have you'll be all you'll be all about the Nub Nub when it's done. Gauntlet Throne. That's right. And if I'm wrong, I'm just a five year old, and that's okay too.
2: And then we watch the new one, folks
1: and then we go in the theater and watch a new one if and it's going to be glorious it's going to be glorious i'm, I'm so, so excited Did
0: that officially come out
1: december 18th
0: december 18th okay yep. okay so basically we have our word cut out
1: for us we totally do okay. it might involve it might involve a double if not triple feature weekend
0: um i have to... right, bye.
1: so we have to figure it out
0: committed to watching it like opening weekend, or could it be more
1: like you know early January? Well, it could. It could if we if it gets pushed, it could be the viewing that that entails us doing it for sharp angles mm-hmm. can absolutely happen later. I will tell you this right now: I oh, would you? have already seen the movie at yeah. least twice. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Well, I if we go to you-
1: January, I would have already seen it twice.
2: We have a okay. wedding the weekend that comes out in exactly. You know that? Right? That's
1: true. That is very true. Yes,
0: so, But I think I think it's my turn to come up to see you guys in January, right? I think so. So yeah. I might just wait to see it until then.
1: Cool. Yeah, we could do that. <coughs> we can absolutely do that. Okay. Yeah, it'll be after all the hype and the buzz and stuff like that, and I would have had like some time to analyze my geeky nature about things and, and pull things out for predictions and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could totally do this. Okay. So mm-hmm. sounds good. righty Woo all right. woo. So we got all this set. We're we're good to go. We had mixed feelings about Agents go of Shield. Team. And we're uh we'll be coming back at you at some point soon with uh, some talk about some Ant-Man. And then uh until then again, Sharp Angles B I C on Twitter. SharpAngles at bacon ice cream dot com. I'm not gonna put out the phone number again because I keep having robots call me. Mm-hmm. So stop <laughs> calling me. <laughs> So I won't, I won't do it until a real person calls me. And the second a real person calls me, he goes, yo, I listen to Sharp Angles. It's awesome. I will, I will put, the, I will put the, the Google Voice number out, back out there.
0: Or right, I listen to Sharp Angles and you guys are irritating.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can do that too. And I'll still no. put it back out there. If a human being leaves me a message about Sharp Angles on my Google Voice number, you can go back and listen to the other ones because I say it twice. You can go back and listen to the other ones. Go get the number, call... And then I'll start doing it again. Robots, stop calling. But until then, I don't, I don't like robots calling Enlist, my phone. Unless it's Darth Vader. So, he I, mean, I don't think I'd be excited uh, if Vader called my phone. Excuse me. The baby <laughs> just burped. I'd be freaked out. <laughs> but anyway, until then, I'm Rich.
0: I'm Danae. And I'm Jeanette.
2: And then there's Jellybean. And Jellybean?
1: All right, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we'll all see you next time on Sharp Angles.
2: Bye sound because.
1: <laughs> it